0: It's time for Culture Shift.
1: Culture Shift, your soundtrack to discovering the best in arts and culture in Detroit. Listen.
2: Coming up on today's Culture Shift, we have a great show for you. Sam Bobian, our own creative director here at WDET, will be by to share some of his favorite music of the year, 2022. Also, we'll kick off the show with this week's one update with gaming journalist Nate Bender talking about tonight's Game Awards. That and more is coming up here on 1019 WDET. First news from NPR and an update from the WDET newsroom. It's noon eighth. Welcome to Culture Shift Live here on 1019 WDET. Hope you and yours are doing well today. Glad to have you join the show. I'm Amanda LeClaire, and we have got a great one coming up for you. I'll have some new music coming out from the band TFS. Also, tickets might be yours to see comedian Kevin James coming to town to the Fillmore on Sunday, March 5th. Uh, 2023, of course. So your chance to win those tickets is ahead in about 40 minutes here on WDET. Also, in about 20 minutes, we'll be talking to Detroit music journalist Jeff Milo, hearing some of the best local shows happening this weekend around the metro region. So stay tuned for that. Kicking off the hour today. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Sam Bobian will be joining us for his uh, 2022 Music Best Of, sharing his favorite tracks, artist albums of the year. So, we have in, starting off the show, our own Nate Bender, gaming journalist here in Detroit. Because uh, a few months ago, for the summer, we uh, we created this new segment called the One Update, where we could share some of the biggest news and issues happening in the world of gaming. Now, gaming is a uh, an, a huge industry, multi-trillion-dollar industry. Many many people are not only uh, are participating and do, and playing games because it is a pastime; they're doing it because it's a huge community. Now, it affects labor, it affects the economy, it affects culture. And so we have introduced the one update to keep you uh, in tune with what is happening in the world of gaming. All right, Nate, welcome back to Culture Shift. Hey,
3: Amanda, I'm honored to be uh, leading off the show today. So exciting stuff to talk about. There's a lot of excitement in the air. The Game Awards are tonight, and we're going to talk all about it here in just a minute. But we've got a couple of pieces of news to get through first, including this. You know, we talk about uh, the gaming industry and it's sometimes combative relationship with not just its employees, uh, but also its fans. But there are times where the gaming industry can do some really, really cool stuff for some people who are in really tough situations. Uh, Last Friday, Marvel's Midnight Suns came out and uh, fans of the game quickly noticed a tree uh, in the game's hub with the engraving that says Luke was here. It's a, tra- it's a tribute to a fan named Luke Wiltshire, who was diagnosed with neuroblastoma at the age of 14. He spent a lot of time playing video games and watching Marvel movies due to his extensive cancer treatments. Luke, unfortunately, received news that his cancer treatment wasn't responding uh or that his cancer wasn't responding to treatment and that he was facing the last couple of months of his life and luke outlined three things he wanted to do uh before the big day he wanted to get a puppy for his mom to take oh. care of i mean what a good oh, son yeah. What a good son. Uh, He also wanted to celebrate with a hog roast, and he wanted to play Marvel's Midnight Suns. But there was one problem. Firaxis, the developer, was still a year out from release. But the charity that was uh, working with Luke called Solving Kids Cancer started a social media campaign to get the attention of Firaxis. Firaxis saw it, and Firaxis and 2K Games both came together to turn around a build of this game in just 24 hours. So he actually got to play the game before he left, uh, which is really amazing. He Sadly, he passed away November 12th, 2021. He was the very first person to be able to play Marvel's Midnight Suns, and uh I, I, he also got a credit in uh in the game's credits for game consultation.
2: Oh and they put they put Lucas here on yes. the on the tree uh, in the, the Oh tree. man Nate turn off the show with this I'm going to cry. I know
3: but you know what it, we got to get some happy feels in there because you know this is this this story I did this story as a part of my podcast Let's Play and I got to tell you, I struggled to be able to get through that story. And I, you know, it's not often you come across a story like this in the world of video gaming and for and two K games, really going the extra mile for this one fan. You gotta love stories like that. It's got to warm your heart. So
2: that's the community we talk about in in the world of gaming coming through there.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And you see some of the, the really great things the the best things that come out of gaming through that. So, uh, really wanted to share that story Uh, also another really important story in the world of uh, competitive Super Smash Brothers which you know Michigan and Detroit are huge hubs of competitive Smash Brothers play Uh, the largest Super Smash Brothers tournament in the world uh, announced the cancellation of both the 2022 Smash World Tour championships which an entire circuit was built to support and they announced the cancellation of the entirety of the Smash World Tour 2023 season. Uh, the Smash World Tour was forced to cancel due to Nintendo pulling their license to run the tournament. This is a new thing that Nintendo started doing a couple of years ago when they decided that they really wanted to get involved with the Super Smash Brothers competitive scene, and so they started issuing licenses to recognized, uh, recognized tournaments. Uh, SWT organizers have accused uh, uh, Nintendo's official Smash Brothers. E. Esports partner, Panda Global, of sort of sabotaging the relationship between Smash World Tour and Nintendo, Uh, specifically Panda Global's uh, CEO, Dr. Alan Bunny, uh, who's had numerous allegations leveled, notably threatening multiple grassroots Smash Brothers tournaments who don't agree to partner with Panda Global and threatening to have Nintendo pull their licenses to run tournaments. Oh,
2: he's the villain.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if there's if there's one person who's sort of uh, cloak and dagger operating behind the scenes, it's been Dr. Alan Bunny, unfortunately. Wow. Um, Nintendo responded to these initial allegations by staying, stating that they didn't pull the licenses for the 2022 championships, but they did pull the licenses for the 2023 SWT season. Uh, Nintendo uh, came to this decision because SWT didn't meet Nintendo's expectations for a safe event. SWT described closed that they asked Nintendo if it was possible to run without a license, and Nintendo said... Those times are over.
0: Whoa! Yeah.
3: So we we it's have uh, now progressed. Uh, Doctor Alan Bunny has been removed uh, as CEO of Panda Global. Uh, SWT stands by their initial claims and statements and urge Nintendo to reconsider their approach to the Smash community. Uh, Nintendo is is really in a spot here. Um, you know they they stand by that uh, SWT was shut down. Down solely uh, based on their assessment, not due to a third party. Uh, so we're kind of in a holding pattern right now, uh, seeing what the the next sort of phase of this is. Um, Nintendo has said that they are really, uh, you know, dedicated to their. Um, you know to their eSports uh e- you know their their eSports community that has really grown organically around the Smash Brothers series of games it's just sort of sad that Nintendo's now sort of stepping in and because they're now the official licensing body there's all sorts of red tape and complications that are coming along with it so um but Dr Alan Bunny no longer CEO of panda Global which is I think a good for step in moving uh, moving that story along. So, uh, The last thing I want to talk about before we get into the Game Awards here, uh, because I am super excited to talk about the Game Awards, the Federal Trade Commission insiders are saying that the FTC might file an antitrust lawsuit against the Microsoft $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. This is, of course, the largest deal in gaming currently. Uh, It's working through all of the uh, very delicate processes that come along with a merger of this size. Um, But there are signals that the FTC is possibly looking to file an antitrust lawsuit. Right now, the FTC is a split board for uh, four members. There's usually five members of the board, so they can't be deadlocked in the instance of a deadlock. uh, The merger would be approved. So With the way that the current board is stacked, uh, an FTC lawsuit would be, or an, uh, rather an antitrust lawsuit, would be a more effective way to get some concessions out of Microsoft. Uh, and it looks like that's what they're going to be trying to do. Microsoft boss Phil Spencer has announced a 10-year commitment to keep Call of Duty, which that's the big football that this is all about. Uh, they want they have uh, announced their commitment to keep Call of Duty available on Nintendo and Steam. Uh, it, it remains to be seen if this is going to be effective or not Sony has been quite vocal about not wanting to see this merger approved and that the possibility that Microsoft could lock down Call of Duty to their consoles exclusively is a big uh, you know a big concern for them because it is still the number one piece of selling software uh, regardless of what what console you're buying it for Yeah, that
2: would be huge so any any idea how how long this process might last when there might be a resolution
3: Yeah. You know, it's hard to say because I don't know if what I'm looking at is political pageantry or if this is a genuine uh, desire to want to uh, investigate the antitrust uh, you know, consequences of a merger this size. Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit cynical myself. I'm not sure that uh, the FTC is honestly and earnestly concerned about what the consequences inside of the video game industry could be for something like this so uh you know it's a it's a wait and see sort of game but that's the latest from uh the ftc and microsoft activision blizzard merger
2: all right thanks so much nate
3: yeah absolutely so let's talk Game Awards. That
2: is happening tonight. The Game Awards are going to be streamed, I'm assuming, streamed yes. live all over the world?
3: Yes. All YouTube, right. Twitch, uh, you can find them everywhere if you just check out the Game Awards website. Uh, the voting has closed. Official voting has closed for uh, the Game Awards. But this is a really, you know... I I don't want to call it a, a big deal. I think that there are a lot of gamers who see something like this and roll their eyes. But I personally love an event like this because it is a uh, big budget celebration of video games. You know, I've watched Grammys and Oscars for years and only felt somewhat connected to uh, the content that was, you know, being awarded. Uh, but this is definitely something that uh, I look forward to every year. Uh if for no other reason than we always get some amazing musical performances. But so, I want oh, go ahead. Oh,
2: quick question. I'm just I'm just curious. So so for folks who have not who are not familiar with the Game Awards, when did this when did it when did it begin? Is this something that's Ooh. been happening for many years now? I'm or was so
3: glad that you asked because technically this can trace its lineage all the way back to 1993 in an event called Cybermania 93 which was a uh, it was an award show that was uh, put on by the Turner Networks uh, that was uh, it was bizarre to say the least it was hosted by <laughs> let me tell you this Leslie Nielsen what? and Jonathan Taylor Thomas whoa yes.
2: is this on YouTube it is
3: on YouTube <laughs> and I, I I definitely recommend it I I Highly <laughs> recommend everyone go and look it up. Cybermania—it's really funny to watch. There is a segment where uh, 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 professional wrestlers Stephen Regal and Brian Pillman come out on stage and wrestle for a little bit. There is a bizarre performance by uh, Herbie Hancock. It's one of my favorite things to watch. It includes all the commercials. Please go find it. That's but it, yeah, it can trace its lineage all the way back to that because a guy who uh, was one of the main producers on Cybermania. Jeff Keighley is now the main uh sort of force and host behind the game Awards uh it's moved uh, you know several TV networks it was on Spike TV for a little bit but now exclusively streamed on YouTube and twitch um, so I did want to highlight a couple of the biggest uh nominations and uh, categories of the year uh, starting with the big one this is the one that everyone uh you know wants to see this is the one that is most most meaningful, and that's Game of the Year. So the nominees for Game of the Year include Plague Tale Requiem, uh, which is a, a game that's set in France uh, with the French Inquisition. It's a sequel to A Plague Tale Innocence and follows a slightly older uh, amica and her younger brother Hugo uh, who are on a mission to cure, uh, find a cure for Hugo's rare blood disease.
2: I would play this game.
3: It's, uh, well, how much do you like way? Leaves of vermin trying to uh, you know
2: I mean not in real life but yeah. I think I can
3: do it you know, think you game. can handle it virtually it's very unpleasant virtually too so I'm just gonna warn you there <laughs> um, but it is it, it it is a a very interesting game action adventure game that relies heavily on stealth mechanics um, and the newer game does have a little bit more offensive options but uh, a very cool game and I you know I think it was great that they got uh, a nod this year for game of the year this is I at least in my mind this is the uh, clear winner uh, the leader of the pack I'm wearing the shirt today just to show my support Elden Ring was one of the best releases in maybe the last 10 years it's an open world fantasy game uh, that is a Soulsborne which is a a uh, now an established genre FromSoft has sort of uh, built a genre around it where you've got very uh, specific dodge and uh, and and, uh, uh attack mechanics that you're uh, working out a very challenging environment and uh it, seriously one of the best games that I've played all year uh the story was co-authored by George RR R. Martin um, and uh, you can kind of see some of that if you're familiar with Martin's work you can kind of see some of that reflected in the world and the story uh the next nominee God of War Ragnarok we talked a little bit about their sound track uh, and their nomination for the Grammys last week Uh, but God of War Ragnarok is uh, loosely based on Norse mythology uh, three years after the last game going on a journey exploring a lot of what the last game didn't within the nine realms of Norse mythology of course there's also the relationship with Kratos' son um, another great action adventure game and uh, I I think a serious contender against Elden Ring uh, for game of the year Uh, we've also also got Horizon Forbidden West, which is a uh, post. It's set in a post-apocalyptic California, Utah, and Nevada. Uh, following the series protagonist Aloy, uh, half a year after the previous game concluded, this is a game that has giant um, uh, mechanical dinosaurs, and uh, you're tasked with uh, taking a lot of them down. And uh, you do it with a bow, which is kind of a surprising uh, armament against a. Uh, A a mechanical dinosaur. You gotta take
2: him down. Why couldn't you just? Couldn't you? make friends with them and have a dino army? Uh
3: I think that there I should is be a video game he, developer. He, here's here's the thing. I mm-hmm. I've not played Horizon Forbidden West, um, but I think that there are ways where you can alter their programming and uh, and control them for a little bit. But Excellent. uh Stray, which is a game we talked a lot about this year, uh a, an adorable game where you are a cat and you are navigating a city full of robots it is endearing it is adorable it's a it's a a fairly quick game it's not going to take a ton of your time to get through um but you know if there was if there was going to be a game that i would want to see elden ring lose to Stray might be the only acceptable, uh, the only acceptable game in this bunch, and then uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Uh, this is the third in a long-running Nintendo series, um, a JRPG, uh, heavily I- uh, uh, influenced by a- Japanese anime. Um, and not, not totally my cup of tea, um, but it's nice to see them uh, get a nod here for best game. And I've already said it; my vote went towards Elden Ring. My prediction is Elden Ring, um, so I'm hoping that everything comes up Elden Ring tonight. Uh, let's talk about best score in music, and this really piggybacks nicely uh, on what we were talking about last week with the Grammy nominations. Of course, this year's Grammy nomination, seeing the very first for best video game score. Well, th- the video game awards obviously has that ground well covered, um, but uh, uh, award the award given for best outstanding music, inclusive, uh, inclusive of score, original song and or a licensed sound soundtrack. Uh, So the first one that we have is a Plague Tale Requiem. The composer there is Oliver Darren Veer. I think he's a French French game composer. I'm sure I slaughtered that name. I apologize, but he's previously worked on Assassin's Creed. Life is strange. Dying light to stay human. So uh, the second one, and uh, again, straight from my heart, is one of my favorites. Elden Ring. I just want you to take a listen to this. This is uh, the song that plays during the battle with the regal ancestor spirit.
2: That's one of the themes from the video game Elden Ring, up for best game, best soundtrack of the year at tonight's Game Awards. We're talking to our own in-house gaming journalist Nate Bender here on Culture Shift for this week's One Update. Yeah, this I don't need to say man.
3: I don't need to say anything more about that. It just I think the music really speaks for itself. Uh, we've already st- uh, uh, spoken about God of War Ragnarok uh, when we talked about the Grammys, but the composer there, Bear McCreary, previously working on Agents of Shield, Lord of Rings, uh, The Rings of Power, and. Uh, Lee League of Legends. While I'm rooting for them to get a Grammy, I am not necessarily rooting for them uh, to win uh, Best Musical Score here at the Game Awards. And then the other one that I wanted to check out very briefly, this is a very cool game, a game after my own heart, Metal Hellsinger. Singer. So this is a game where you slay demons to the beat of metal music. It's so cool. It's so much fun. But the the soundtrack was beyond amazing for any of the metalheads out there. Obviously, that track, No Tomorrow, featuring Serge Tankian of System of a Down. We've also got Matt, Matt Heafy of Trivium, uh, Alyssa White-Gluz from Arch Enemy. I mean, just the... Like a who's who of metal singers on this album, uh, the composer Two Feathers. What I'm really hoping for, honestly, more so, because I did vote for them uh, for Metal Hell singer for best uh, uh, best soundtrack. But what I'm really hoping for, I'm really hoping for a live performance from uh, Two Feathers out there. And then uh, the uh, last nominee, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Again, uh, JRPG. Uh, it, 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 the composer Yasunori Mitsuda. Suda, a a storied composer in video gaming, um, but I got to go with Metal Hellsinger here. Um, The last thing I wanted to, uh, the last category I wanted to mention real quick, and we'll go through this real, real quick, but is Games for Impact. It's a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message, a really interesting category. And I'm just going to mention the games that really jumped out at me here. A Memoir Blue, uh, a song from years ago, Triggers, Triggers, a flood of memories uh, for champion swimmer Miriam. Uh, embark on an evocative memory uh, journey through her uh, turbulent childhood and the complicated relationship she shared with her devoted mother. Uh, also, As Dusk Falls, which uh, you in- explore the entangled lives of two families across 30 years of an original interactive drama. It starts in 1998 and you play through the uh, uh, pursuing uh, 30 years. And your choices really matter in terms of the narrative. So those are just two that really jumped out at me. Uh, I think that this is one of my favorite uh, uh, categories every year. So really excited to, uh, to to see what happens. And I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but the last thing I want to talk about is the live performances that happen out at the Game Awards. We have seen some really, really spectacular performances last year featured And I'm told, I've been told on the sly from some of the Game Awards producers that this year might even be bigger. But I just want to play a little bit of one of my all-time favorite performances from 2019. This is Churches doing Death Stranding.
2: Cool. Well, if we learned anything from uh, your coverage uh, of League of Legends here on, on the one update that they you, gamers know how to put on a show.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe it. And, uh, you know, shouts out to... Jeff Keeley for putting on a great show every year. Super excited to see this show. Uh, and he had tweeted earlier just finished our rehearsals for the day. This is a big theatrical show, and there's just show mu- so much to show you. So can't wait to be shown, Jeff. I'll be tuning in tonight.
2: Okay. And so, again, what time does it start, and where can people stream it?
3: You can find out all the information over at the Game Awards website, thegameawards.com.
2: All right, thank you so much, Nate. Uh, Nate Bender is our in-house gaming journalist here at WDET, uh, an engineer as well, and he hosts the Daily Gaming News podcast called Let's Play. Thank you so much, Nate. Thank you, Amanda. This is 1019 WDET. The show is Culture Shift. Lots of great stuff coming up. We'll be talking to Detroit music journalist Jeff Milo in just a few minutes about some of the best local shows happening this weekend around the region. And uh, in a few minutes as well, after that, I will have your chance to win tickets to see comedian Kevin James. We'll be coming to town on the Irregardless Tour at the Fillmore that is happening in March. Your chance to win tickets at show had here on 1019 WDET.
3: On Detroit Today, we talk about how our political parties are changing, like in this conversation with conservative author David French.
4: Are we actually past Trump? And if there is no longer any real consensus on the right as to what it means to be conservative, what is a consensus that will emerge in the future? And all of these things are up for grabs.
5: Listen to Detroit Today Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. right here on 101.9 WDET.
6: It's an adventurous mix of new music each and every week on Modern Music. Saturdays at 4 with me, John Mosier. Brand new artists, underground trailblazers, and the best of the local independent music scene. It's the most new music on Detroit Radio, right here on 101.9 WDET.
7: Presenting Billy Strings at Knob Music Theater on Friday, June 16th, 2023. Tickets on sale this Friday at livenation.com. Billy Strings at Pine Knob Music Theater on Friday, June 16th.
1: There are more than 50,000 allegations of Russian war crimes in Ukraine. Our investigative reporting team zeroed in on one of them. I stopped. I wanted to check if he was alive, but it was obvious that he wasn't. I'm Elsa Chang. One war crime, one investigation this afternoon on All Things Considered from NPR News.
6: I'm Ross McNamara. Join me for All Things Considered,
3: weekday afternoons at 4 on 1019 WDET. WDET is supported by Powabic Pottery's annual holiday showcase, now through December 30th, featuring handcrafted ceramics by over 50 artists, family-friendly experiences, and meaningful handmade gifts available for everyone on your list. More at powabic.org.
1: WDET is supported by Kresge Arts in Detroit, accepting applications for 2023 Kresge Artist Fellowships. Twenty-five thousand dollars will be awarded to Metro Detroit literary and visual artists. Guidelines and more at Detroit dot org slash apply. <music>
2: And that means it is time for the Milo Minute here on Culture Shift. Every week we talk to Detroit music journalist Jeff Milo about some of the best shows happening each and every weekend in Detroit, Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti, and sometimes even beyond. All right, so we're going to talk about three great shows this week. Jeff, welcome back to the show, of course.
4: Hey, how are you, Amanda?
2: Doing great. All right. It is the Christmas season. It's the holiday season. So I uh, we will be covering some holiday related shows over the next couple of weeks starting off with this Friday. Friday at Jumbos here in the cast corridor, it is an Americana Christmas. All right, tell me about this lineup, Jeff.
4: Yes, yeah, a very Americana Christmas. We have an Embarrassment of Riches really when it comes to songwriters in the area who are specializing in folk americana roots that kind of thing and you're gonna see many of them on display at jumbos on friday night including uh ryan dillahay and allison lewis uh should be performing with string of ponies and ben stalitz will be there too but this other band liver noise which is made up of former member or not nah, current members i should say made up of current members of the Codgers. Uh, and just some great long-time Detroit rockers and and, and folkies. It's a five-piece assemblage um, that is they're describing as a combination of like Drive-By Truckers meets Terry Allen. It's folk, but there's a lot of rock ballady anthemic rock energy going on here. And uh, they have a new song out called Seventeen. You'll see Liver Noise performing Friday night at Jumbo's. <laughs> I pulled on my sleeveless denim coat And
8: I drove down to the liquor store Made my brother buy us some beer Then I picked her up and held her near I
0: remember being 17
2: The band Livernoy and the track is called Seventeen. Catch them at Jumbo's tomorrow night here in the cast corridor for Americana Christmas. All right, Jeff, uh, continuing on in the holiday spirit, the Wreck the Halls show is coming to the Logger House in Corktown. A whole night of great punk rock happening this Saturday evening.
4: Yeah, so we go from, you know, John Freeman and Livernoy and the folk and Americana. We're going over to the punk. We really also have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to punk bands, because this is the fourth annual Wreck the Halls at Lagerhouse. Uh, brought to you by the Punk Rock Barbecue. And you're gonna see uh, some great garage and punk bands at this uh, at this one, including Sros Lords and Deer Darkness. Uh, so there's you know there's gonna be some edgy avant y noisy fast y bands, but there's also gonna be like some really uh, really sweet surf and shoegaze going on from this band Pet Psychic. Uh, so I'm excited to play this uh, kind of throwback to C86 era with a song called Dreams by Pet Psychic. You'll see him at the Lager House uh, on Saturday. We we'll wreck the halls.
2: The track is called Dreams. Catch them at Blogger House this Saturday evening for the Wreck the Halls uh, lineup. All right, Jeff, continuing on with the last show for this week's Milo Minute, also happening Saturday night. We'll be heading over to Hamtramck to the new Dodge Lounge for uh, a great show from the band Citizen Smile.
4: Yeah, uh, me and Citizen Smile go way back. This is a band that has formed back in 2005. Uh, I can still remember writing about their album Keepsakes in 2010 on my on my old blog there's a band that uh, really came around in my life at at, a, at an important time because I think I was getting a little uh too closed off and getting a little too indie and punky and they really opened my eyes about the uh possibilities of getting like very charmingly poppy uh not really power pop just like really just some great pop rock going on here they Have not, uh, if you go to the band camp, they haven't had an album out in almost 10 years, but they have been back in action since the late summer of this year. So it's great to see them and you'll be able to catch them. Uh, As you said, at the new Dodge Lounge on Saturday, they'll be joined by the Hourlies and Three Spoke Wheel. Uh, I'm going way back to uh, December 2012. So kind of a 10-year anniversary of this wonderful uh, Christmas song since Tis the Season that they released. It's called Santa, parentheses, Bring Me Presents.
2: All right. Thank you so much, Jeff. Have a great weekend. Yeah, Amanda. There from Citizen Smiles. Santa, bring me presents, the name of that track. Catch them at the new Dodge Lounge in Hamtramck this Saturday night. You're listening to Culture Shift Live here on 1019 WDET. We are Detroit's NPR station. Coming up at 1 o'clock after a news break from NPR and WDET's own newsroom, we will be talking to our own Sam Bobey, and he's sharing some of his favorite tracks of the year 2022 and he has some special guests Uh, he'll be bringing on the show as well it's going to be a really fun hour coming up at one o'clock here on wdet and next your chance to win tickets to see comedian kevin james
6: You count on WDET all year long to cover the elections, the rulings, and the news that impact our world, our community, and our lives. WDET is your source for reliable and fact-based news, available every day, wherever, and however you choose to listen. WDET belongs to you, and the content we create relies on your support. End this year with a tax-deductible gift today, and continue showing your support at WDET.org or by calling 800-959-9338.
3: WDET is supported by Northville's Tipping Point Theatre, launching their 15th theatrical season with the holiday classic It's a Wonderful Life, a live radio play, now through December 18th. More information at TippingPointTheater.com.
1: WDET is supported by Detroit Opera. Ringing in the new year with a one-night-only production of Verdi's Aida, Friday, December 30th. Featuring Christine Gerke, Angel Blue, and maestro Jonathan Hayward with the Detroit Opera Orchestra and Chorus. Tickets at DetroitOpera.org.
2: In the news, you need to know this hour. We'll have Rob Reinhardt's Pick of the Week continuing uh, the holiday spirit. Uh, his Pick of the Week is one in a long line of recent covers of the 1984, the classic, Holiday song Last Christmas by Wham. <laughs> Cover that as Rob's book the week that is coming up here on W D E T. Well, as I promised, I do have tickets to give away to see comedian Kevin James. He will be in town on the Irregardless tour at the Fillmore Sunday, March 5th, 2023. If you would like to win a pair of tickets to the show. The third caller to 313-577-1019, 313-577-1019. Third caller gets a pair of tickets to see comedian Kevin James coming to town to the Fillmore. March 5th, next year, 2023. Again, third caller, 313-577-1019. If you enjoy decorating for the holidays, you probably have a few favorite knickknacks or baubles that you dust off every year. But for one Dearborn woman, there were more than a few. And most of them came with batteries. Sharing her decorations with friends and family was always the highlight of the season for her. And for them, WDET's Dave Lyons has the story.
8: Sandra Nader loves giving people tours of her home in Dearborn, Michigan.
3: Merry Christmas!
8: This is Sandra's three-foot Santa. He
9: swivels back
8: and forth. He looks like one of those plastic light-up Santas that people put in their yards, only he's right here, in the dining room, singing and dancing. This is just one of the many Christmas decorations in Sandra's collection. So many, in fact, that even she doesn't know the grand total.
9: Let's see, I've had two, three, four, five, six, more and more animated stuff. I've got the star, the ribbon, the advent calendar, a saxophone Santa, the toilet roll. They're all rare. My nephew got me the candle. My sister-in-law got me that. And every year it's just grown and grown.
8: There are angelic choirs. There are jazz Santas with saxes. There are motion-activated snowmen. There's even a stack of brochures detailing Christmas celebrations from around the world. Every nook and cranny of Sandra's one-bedroom apartment is filled with her displays, including the bathroom.
9: Everybody who comes in the bathroom always comes out and that snowman, it it talks. (laughs) here here in the bathroom, don't mind me. I'm here to keep you company. It's cute.
8: (laughs) Sandra starts putting up her collection the day after Halloween. She says it takes about a week.
9: It all started one year when I asked the friend to help me put up my tree. He said, I'll do it next week. He never did. So I ended up putting it up a week before Christmas, and I felt like I was cheated out of Christmas. So I said, Next year, I'm going to start putting my stuff up right after Thanksgiving, and I'm going to decorate every room of the house.
8: That was in the mid-90s. Nowadays, she says her friends and family are blown away by her display.
9: Yeah, they like them. Uh, Family doesn't, you know, give you a lot of compliments, but uh, they do like them.
8: Which is great for Sandra, because she lives alone and loves having company over for a tour Christmas trivia and homemade cookies.
9: It's fun for me because I get to see people. We have a good time together. I enjoy my animated things. They're my toys. (laughs) And I I just have fun with them. And it's a blessing to other people because they enjoy them. When I make people laugh or happy, it makes me happy.
8: Growing up, Sandra says Christmas was a special time.
9: We'd decorate a little bit, but that's when we got our best presents. <laughs> and we always got together as a family.
0: Twice the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a
8: When Sandra was nine years old, she found out Santa wasn't real.
9: It didn't affect me because my mother said it in a nice way. She said... Santa Claus is the spirit of giving.
0: All snug in their beds, while of
9: so I always saw Santa Claus as a symbol of what we should do. Give without wanting anything in return.
8: Of course, Sandra is all grown up now. She's 70, and her collection allows her to see the world the way children do.
9: After I was done decorating one year... I was sitting on the floor in the living room, looking around, and I said, this looks like a child's playroom. And I said, that's what it's all about. We need to save that good part of the child for our adult life. I got that from LTD Calon.
8: Can you describe for people who can't see it? It's a
9: snowman. On the floor, rolling around, laughing. Like he had too much eggnog.
8: (laughs) The dancing Santas, the talking nativity scenes, the giggling snowman, everything in Sandra's display is a gift. To herself and to others.
9: You know, every year has had its memories. But to be honest with you, the memories that I create now with my displays and with people coming over to see everything. Those are my best memories, getting together with my friends and seeing how people are, you know, how happy they, they are to come to my house. It's like all the stress from the holidays are just wiped away when they come in here. And they really start to feel the joy of the holiday and have a great time. And that's the biggest and best memory.
0: But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night.
8: For WDET and the Transom Traveling Workshop, this is David Lyons in Detroit.
2: Great story from our own David Lyons. Big congrats to Stephanie in Wyandotte on winning that pair of tickets to see comedian Kevin James. Coming to town to the film more Sunday, March 5th, 2023. With more tickets coming up tomorrow on the show. This is Culture Shift here on 1019 WDET. Cloudy skies expected for... The rest of today and into the evening, we're looking at a chance of rain and snow tomorrow, especially tomorrow night. So uh, plan to go anywhere. I uh, do keep an eye on the weather right now. Cloudy skies, 39 here and four Celsius for our pals in Windsor. Sam Bobin will be joining me in a few minutes to uh, get into this week's, or not this week's, just just Ham's Jams. This is actually very special. Sam will be joining me to talk about his favorite music of the year, 2022. And he's got some special guests as well. So that'll be coming up at 1 o'clock. Let's get into Rob Reinhardt's Pick of the Week, though.
6: Hey, you're listening to Culture Shift. It's Rob Reinhardt from Essential Music. Saturdays, 2 o'clock. It was good to see so many of you last Saturday during Noel Night. And now that we have cleared Noel night and we are moving into the holiday season, I did want to note something. I believe we are now watching the birth of a new holiday classic. Oh, don't worry, the old ones are still around. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. But the truth is, for some 80 years, the biggest three holiday songs have all come from the 1940s. There was this, the Christmas song, written by Mel Torme, first recorded by Nat King Cole. You're hearing that version now. jackie wilson did this version of white christmas about 20 years after the song first came out the song came in 1941 first recorded by bing crosby written by irving berlin it was included in two bing crosby films holiday inn in the 40s and then again in white christmas in 1954. And the third in the power trio of Christmas classics from the 1940s, this one from the movie Meet Me in St. Louis, written by Hugh Martin and Ralph Blaine. And every single year since 1944, it's been done by someone.
10: Have yourself a Merry Little Christmas.
6: That is a brand new version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, as released this year by Nora Jones. So what is this new Christmas classic? Well, it was almost this one from
0: 1980. High, wonderful Christmas
6: Time. Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time has been done by many other people since 1980, but that's not it. This is. came four years after Paul McCartney had wonderful Christmas time. The song, Last Christmas, by the duo Wham! Now, it was written by George Michael, performed by George Michael and Andrew Ridgely, and it's basically been a holiday classic in the U.K. since the song was released in 1984. And others have had holiday hits with their versions of the song. Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, the cast of Glee have all scored hits with Last Christmas. And maybe it's because George Michael died on Christmas Day in 2016, or perhaps because so much of his music was used in a 2019 movie. The song has now become a perennial favorite. And in fact, last week, I received three new versions of Last Christmas. So I believe we are witnessing a holiday classic in the making. Let me pick one of those. This one from Remy Wolf, 2022, my pick of the week on Culture Shift.
2: Classic Last Christmas from 1984. That was Rob Reinhardt's Pick of the Week here on Culture Shift on 1019 WDET. We are Detroit's NPR station. Your connection to news, music, and conversation. I'm Amanda LeClaire. We have a whole nother hour of the show left. Our own Sam Bovee will be joining us with some very special guests to share his favorite music of the year, 2022. That's ahead here on WDET.
1: WDET is supported by Smith & Co, pairing local craft beers and artisan pub comfort food with a modern twist, including our new marble slab-fired pizzas and Korean fried chicken sandwiches. In the heart of Midtown Detroit, smithandcodedroit.com.
2: live here on one oh one nine wdet good thursday afternoon hope you are doing well on this uh, cloudy cloudy thursday uh we have got a great hour ahead for you all week we've been checking in with our wdet music hosts to share some of their favorite albums artists and tracks of the year 2022 and for the first time, I'm really excited to have our own Sam Bobian join us for this yearly best of. Thanks, Sam.
11: Hey, Amanda. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, the reason, uh, I mean, obviously you do Sam's Jams for us every single week, which is is super popular. Uh, people all over love Sam's Jams because you get into some stuff that is just not being played anywhere else. Uh, you also are the band leader for the band Will Sessions, which has been huge in the Detroit scene for a long time now, uh, and your producer. And so the reason I wanted to have you on this year is because you are very in tune with what's happening in Detroit music, mm. and uh, and showing that you've brought some really special guests to this hour for your 2022 best of. Introduce us to your guests here. Yeah.
11: That? So with me today I have DJ and producer Mefta. Peace. How you guys doing? Yeah, and DJ, producer, who dat?
12: What up, though?
11: Yeah. So, I don't know, when I find music in Detroit, I find it through DJs, I find it through friends, I find it through people I talk to, and, you know, these are two people that I find new music from all the time. The stuff you hear on Sam's Jams, the stuff that we play here on WDET, that's how we find it. So, uh... I wanted to have them come in today and share tracks that they have heard throughout the year because I'm like, man, what? Wait, what came out this year? It's yeah. it's been a crazy couple of years, and so I was I was yeah, I need a little help. So I it I had them come in.
2: It has definitely, and uh, you know, there is always so much great music being released, uh, but here in the city of Detroit. I mean, just every year is like just plentitude of great tracks, great artists, great albums uh, uh, being made available. So it's really cool that we have you guys on the show today to kind of take us through a bunch of music that I think a lot of people uh, are going to be hearing for the first time and get really in touch with the Detroit scene. So, you know, with the music host, usually I I like to start off asking about uh, what kind of trends that you've seen in music this year. Have mm. there been any overarching sort of sounds or artists or production value that uh, you've seen more coming out uh, in the music scene?
11: I feel like in Detroit, like, which is pretty cool, Is like this has been a good couple of years. Like the, yeah. the scene has really changed over the last couple of years. A lot more people are making music. A lot more people are putting out music. There's a lot of labels. Everyone has a label, you know. <laughs> uh, and the cool thing about music here is it's made here, and then most people press it here as well at Archer Pressing Plant. So a lot of the records are like 100% made right here in the city, which is amazing. Um, and I would say trends that I hear right now, a lot of people are making house music. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a
7: lot of like computer music programming.
12: Or you just hit the option of being able to do everything yourself. A lot of house yeah. artists or electronic artists are able to, you know, DIY. Since freelancing has um, become a thing during COVID, yeah. Um, so they were probably able to like stop traveling for a minute and really sit down and work and hone in and yeah, right, and work right. on tracks because they had like a little break and say, oh, I'm in my studio. Let me let me knock some things out. Um, so when everything kind of Fell back in the, uh, in order. they were just like, yo, I got this. I'm putting this out. Let's let's roll. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Also,
7: I feel like a lot of people who have like always played instruments throughout their, you know, journey in music. They have kind of been expanding and actually recording themselves playing the instruments and not yeah. just doing a bunch of loops and stuff. Right. I know. I've personally been doing that a lot playing more live stuff and you know just having one longer take as opposed to programming just on the computer or like with an MPC or something but it's cool to just see I mean a lot of the people who make techno and house music and hip hop they are like trained musicians yeah. especially here in Detroit so it's it's really cool to see them like starting to play with like bands and you know it being like a fusion of like live music and programmed music.
11: Yeah,
2: yeah, very cool. All right, so we uh, we got a lot of music to get through this oh, hour, yeah. and we want to get oh, through yeah. as much <laughs> of it as possible. What are we gonna start it off
8: with?
11: Uh, so I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna start with a track from Mefta. You know, I've had his music on Sam's Jams, and he's a guest with me today, so I feel like this is a great place to start, and so our yeah. listeners can hear his music. He put out an album this year called Life Like. Yeah, right. It's a little EP. Put it out yourself. Yeah, Press Musha It Publishing. Press It Here in Detroit. Yeah, at Archer. At Archer. So uh, these are two tracks. Uh, we're going to hear Tears and Pay It Forward. <laughs> track right there called Tears by Mefta. I don't know who that guy is. Yes one of my guests here uh, on my so best of 2022 Detroit releases. Stuff you're hearing right here in Detroit. Uh, Mefta is a guest with me and, and also in the house today we have Who here. Ha, yeah, yeah I'm here. So we're gonna hear I want to hear a track from Who So you guys both of you guys worked on this great one of the best releases if not I think the best release that came out of Detroit this year was the mm-hmm. DJ Kicks compilation. Uh, Theo Parrish. Uh, he put together this compilation of, of kind of like the way the show is today. All these Detroit artists, what's going on in the city to kind of give like a little time capsule of what's happening right now in the yeah. city.
12: I like to thank God. Yeah. And Dion Jamar. Yeah, mm-hmm.
11: Dion Jamar
12: <laughs> definitely
7: was a big part of that too, if yeah. it wasn't for Dion
11: Another great Seriously. DJ and producer in yeah, Detroit.
7: If you ever hear his name on a party or a flyer, go see that man play Same records. Mom. Yeah, he has a relationship with music like nobody else.
11: Yeah. And Seriously. Theo Parrish, and a legendary house uh, electronic yeah. producer here in Detroit. Shout out to uh, him too. He put together the compilation, and uh, both of you are on this comp, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Terry's and got a cut. <laughs> Car- Terry's got a cut. So you know, <laughs> next we're gonna hear the track. What can you tell us about "Don't Know"? Oh, man, I made this with my, my homegirl, Sophia
12: E. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met in a music production class for, um, at Ally Media. Um, and we've just been cool, like, ever since. And so this is just one of our times in the studio where we were just, you know, hanging out, kicking it, um, searching for sounds, and, and probably just venting about life. <laughs> and and here we are.
11: All right, so let's check it out. This is Don't Know by Houdat and Sophia. That was Don't Know by Who Dat featuring Sophia. Sophia E? Yes. Yeah. Amazing track. I think that track's really cool because it sounds like a lot of Detroit music in one. You hear like a little bit of electro in there with that, that synth part, right? Mm, yeah. you, you hear like a little bit of house influence with those chords, right? A little yep. bit of jazz influence there. It's a soulful yep. sounding track as well. It's kind of like a lot of Detroit vibes in one, which is why I like that track a lot.
12: Thank you. Hey, just, that's a great description. We we'll have to use you next time. <laughs> so right. We'll, just we'll need a hire description. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the, <laughs> the next track we're
11: gonna hear, uh want, this is gonna be one of Mefta's picks of the year. So why don't you talk yeah. about this one?
7: Um the track, the first one I'm picking, it is a band Sundown that was uh actually Amp Fiddler's project. Amp Fiddler is an OG out here. Shout out to him. Um, It's a track he wrote with his brother that was reissued, also on Theo Parrish's label, the Sound Signature label. They reissued the 45, Um, and it's like one of the earliest recordings I think any of us have of like Amp Fiddler,
11: Young Amp. Yeah. Wow. Very hard to find track. Yeah. Until this year. Yeah, yeah. Definitely never came across that record. No. So let's check it out. This is. Yeah, this is Sundown by. Uh, this is Space Out of Place by yeah. Sundown. Yeah, by Sundown, Spaced Out of Place.
2: track arctic vibrations from steve crawford uh, one of the top tracks of the year 2022 as chosen by our own sam bobian he also has some special guests in studio detroit artists mefta and Hudat. Uh, you can check out our playlist we're going to be playing all detroit music here this hour so check it out over wdet.org slash culture shift uh and you can uh, if you like anything that you've been hearing you can see who that was and what track that was and support local music That's right. We'll be back after this here on 1019 WDET. I guess I said everything was.
6: I'm Chris Campbell, host of the Progressive Underground, where every week we explore the outer reaches of electronica by way of techno, deep house, future soul, b-sides, and rare groove. Catch the Progressive Underground Sunday evenings at 8 on 1019 WDET.
1: WDET is supported by the Detroit Institute of Arts, presenting Van Gogh in America. Van Gogh never visited Detroit, but our city helped elevate his status as an icon. This exhibition tells his story with 74 Van Goghs from around the world. Tickets at dia.org.
2: Hi I'm Andalisi. tune in tomorrow night at 10 when record producer and musician Don Was picks the tunes and tells some pretty great stories The Don Was Motor City Playlist tomorrow night at 10 here on 101.9 WDET
3: supported by Klipsch keepers of the sound since 1946 WDET is supported by Downtown Dearborn, presenting
7: opportunities to shop small, eat well, and experience the holidays with many stores, restaurants, and more, including SmartFlex, Stephen Bernard Jewelers, Green Brain Comics, and the Dearborn DDAs. Details at downtowndearborn.org. <phone rings>
2: Welcome back to Culture Shift Live here on 1019 WDET. I'm Amanda LeClaire here in studio. Very special hour of Culture Shift. We've been asking our music hosts all week to uh, join us live in studio and share some of their favorite artists and albums and releases of the year 2022. And this hour, our own Sam Bobian, and our creative audio director here at WDET. And uh, the creator of uh, Sam's Jams Heard each week here on Culture Shift is live in studio With some really awesome Detroit musicians, Sam.
11: Yeah, we got some guests in the house. We got Hoodat. Yo, one of (laughs) them. Amazing, amazing, amazing DJ and producer from Detroit. We've known each other for a very long time. yeah, yes. Yeah. We still look good, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Face for TV and radio. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> and we have Mefta here amazing uh-huh. DJ and producer someone who I always find a lot of songs you yeah. hear on Sam Shams. I'm stealing it from him <laughs> thank you
2: <laughs> thank you for having me I seriously. have a quick question you guys so I, I know we talked a little bit earlier about some of the trends that you're seeing especially locally house music made a big comeback in, in uh, a, a lot of places this year but you know we're going over some of your favorite tracks but just offhand who are some of your favorite artists working and performing in the city right now? Hmm.
11: Man, my favorite, I mean, Ian Fink. I was literally about to say. Yeah, I'm sorry. I still stole, stole <laughs> hear your answer. Ian Ian still Fink, I've talked fire. about him a few times here on Culture Shift, uh, uh, like a, ch- a a piano player that is like phenomenal, like probably one of like the j- best jazz player, piano players I've ever seen. But he also makes beats. He's a producer. He works with a lot of producers. He's super open-minded as a musician and as a person. And I, every time you see him play, you feel like you're witnessing something really special. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, you definitely
7: feel like you're witnessing history in the making yeah. when you're watching him play. It's like wow, young Herbie Hancock.
12: Yeah, he's dope.
7: Um, also, Idea. Um, You know, she is featured on a lot of records that we all know and love. And I think, you know... She just has an extremely unique sound with her voice. And yeah. she also has an amazing approach of how
11: she makes music. It's,
7: you know, very natural, very organic.
11: And we're going to hear both those artists today. we're going to hear Ian Fink and Idea in the mix today in a little bit. Um, but first, uh, you know, I've been talking about, you know, some house music. We've been hearing a lot of house music coming out. Even hip hop producers are now like making house mm-hmm. tracks. It's a thing that I'm hearing a lot mm-hmm. that's happening right now. So it's like. <laughs> Uh, and I'm loving it, man. It's like you go to parties are always fun because there's house music playing, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, instead of hip hop short, people just stand around looking look at each other. <laughs> I like them both, Classic. though. I'm down for both. I mean, <laughs> you know. I love it all. But it's uh, <laughs> so we're, we're going to hear some tracks from some of my favorite house p- producers coming out of Detroit. Uh, Dez, who is like, man, he's like legendary producer, I think kind of like laid the groundwork for a lot of the people that we're listening to today, a lot of the young artists. Um, we're going to hear a track from John Dixon, another phenomenal jazz piano yeah, player that yeah. makes incredible electronic music with underground resistance. Uh, but let's get started off with a track by Dames Brown, the three-piece vocal powerhouse, such an amazing group. Uh, they had this song called What Would You Do? is produced by Des, who's we're gonna hear the song, but this was remixed by Louis Vega. So let's check it out.
2: live here on 1019 WDET exploring some of Sam Bobian's favorite tracks of the year 2022 but not just Sam we have live in studio some really incredible Detroit artists Mefta and Houdat joining Sam all this hour on Culture Shift
11: that's right two amazing Detroit producers DJs that I always check out so when I'm doing the best of and I'm going to feature their music they might as well come in right <laughs> so uh yeah so that was a track by Dez Andreas on Mahogany Music uh, he's like one of my favorite uh, producers in Detroit by far, and he puts out a lot of music. That that track was actually on Papaya, which is kind of like a brand new label in Detroit. Another one of those hundreds and hundreds of incredible labels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find John the, runs that. Label, yeah, Eastside right? John. Shout out East to Eastside. Shout East out to Eastside. Yeah. Um, so that was his track, um, and we heard John Dixon before that, and Dame's Brown before that. Two two amazing house tracks. So that's like the Detroit house sound right there. When you hear those three tracks, that's like really. Mm-hmm. To me, that's kind of how I hear it. So uh, next track is going to be one of Mefta's picks. Let's talk about that one. Um,
7: this next track I picked is a new record from a good brother of mine named Jihoon. Um, he lived here for a while, but he's out in Los Angeles now. Um, that is his first actual record release on his one-spoke label, um, and it's featuring my uh, blood brother, Eric on drums and me on keys, Jihoon is playing the bass and the flute, and he like wrote the music and just sent it to us and we just recorded it all live
11: over that so what's the name of the track uh it's the good and the bad good and bad yeah. so this is his first release on his own label yeah, one amazing. spoke pressed so also probably track. press at Archer yes
7: destroy another track hundred percent made up and- from there and sent it to him wow. <laughs> yeah so let's That's check dope.
11: it out yeah yeah.
2: From Juju Exchange, that is the track Walk Cycle One of the top tracks of the year 2022 As chosen by our in-studio guests here Great Detroit artists Hudat and Mefta uh, Brought here by our own Sam Bobian
11: Yeah, and if you like the s- tracks we're playing today You can go to WDET dash, Or slash WDET dot org slash culture shift dash No, <laughs> WDET dot org slash culture shift uh, you can see the playlist there. Uh, Amanda's updating it in real time. If you're curious what tracks those are, and you can find all these tracks online. You, a lot of them you got to buy uh, through Bandcamp because there's only vinyl. Or you go to People's Records or you go to Spotlight or you can go to Hello Records or a local record shop. They might have them. Um, but you got, you got to do some work to find some of this music. We're oh, just listen yeah. to Culture Shift. We're doing it for you.
12: We're doing it for you.
11: Yeah.
7: Yeah, you guys should pay
12: us. Or hand-to-hand. <laughs>
11: <laughs> so that was Juju Exchange. Uh, that was one of uh, Terry's. That was one of Who picks for me. Uh, oh, yeah. So why don't you tell me about that track?
12: Uh, that is Nova's Eye's uh, jazz band, Juju Exchange.
11: Um,
12: I just love it. They dropped it earlier this year. Mm. And I mean, it's just so smooth. It's really for like it's called White Walk Cycle, so it's the perfect walking song if mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if they made it for that reason, but I the vibe is just so dope. Um yeah, I just love it.
2: It's definitely got that I uh, uh, that like low fi, it's smooth feel that I yeah. feel I feel is, I feel a lot of people are are, are getting more turned on because of maybe the climate of the world or something. <laughs> yeah, but this is like, this is what's so good to listen to. Like when you're, you know, like working on something, doing something around the house, something. going on a walk, yeah, it, cooking. Yeah.
12: Yeah. It's so. It's very centering. The vibe is like it, very centering, right? Yeah.
11: Mm-hmm. It's dope. So let's talk about the next track. Uh, this next track is one of Mafto's picks. Uh, let's tell, tell me about this one. Um, which one is this it this is the d- uh, Deshawn and oh, Idea Oh yeah
7: so this is the first track off of that DJ Kicks compilation that Theo Parrish did um in this track it's by Deshawn Jones and Idea Deshawn produced it Idea wrote the lyrics um honestly it's like a very proper representation of you know modern like neo soul and R&B coming out of here um you don't really hear stuff like this these days i feel like it's definitely tapping into a very classic era of music um yeah and it's just
11: beautiful so this is the song called pressure and it's by Deshaun jones and idea
2: Detroit artist Deshaun Jones an Idea. The track is called Pressure. You're listening to it here on Culture Shift as uh, one of Sam Bovian and friends Mefta and Hudat. their top tracks of the year. All Detroit music here on Culture Shift this hour. You can check out our playlist at wdet.org slash culture shift. We are going to be back with some more great music coming up just after this.
1: WDET is supported by Walking Lightly, a zero-waste store and refillery, helping reduce plastic waste by offering refills of home and body goods and other eco-friendly products. Now with extended hours at their Ferndale store or online at walkinglightly.net.
9: This time of year, you may be thinking about the nonprofit organizations you value and want to support before year-end. Please include WDET on your list of important community assets. We work hard to lift every voice in this community, and listener support is essential for our success. You're a listener. Have you supported WDET yet this year? Give now at
1: WDET.org. Every amount helps keep us on the air. WDET is supported by the Detroit Institute of Arts, presenting Van Gogh in America. Van Gogh never visited Detroit, but our city helped elevate his status as an icon. This exhibition tells his story with 74 Van Goghs from around the world. Tickets at dia.org.
2: Welcome back to Culture Shift Live here on 1019 WDET. In Studio Live with our own Sam Bobian, also some great Detroit artists, Mefta and Houdat. Uh, You know, you guys, I asked you earlier, like, who were, you know, besides the tracks that we're listening to, the artists we're hearing this hour, who are some of your favorite artists? But, you know, when you think about the year in music, especially since uh, you guys all go see so much music, you're performing so often, what have been at least one of the top shows that you've seen this year, one of the top performances Ooh, Aya Simone
12: uh, was the Knight of Emerald at uh, Spotlight Mm. for her birthday. Mm. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) One of the best things I've ever seen in my life.
11: Mm. I'd say the the Ant Fiddler concept of colors performance with the Urban Art Orchestra was pretty phenomenal.
7: Yeah, you know, I wasn't able to make that one. I was actually really upset about that. I
11: wasn't there either, but I mixed it for the radio. What? I did the mix. I did <laughs> so the, you I, heard it. You heard <laughs> it,
7: yeah. <laughs> you, you were there in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, there was just one random night at Motor City Wine in the summer on the patio that Ant played, and it was like just packed. Like, oh, nice. Everyone was there. Ian had sat down and played Super Cool Wicked, had hopped on and sang a song. It was really cool
11: yeah excellent. motor city wine in the summer on the patio is yeah. definitely a vibe. Yeah. yeah motor
7: city wine is probably in terms of venues like they have the best sound system set up yeah best mixer for playing records on mm. you know they have
12: they have the nice best live 40. events, just random yeah. like random yeah. if you pop in um yeah. It always sounds good. The vibe is always nice.
2: Yes, yeah, a great vibe there. Yeah. It's always very yeah. welcoming. Proper. Very, proper. very Shout amazing. out
7: to Motor City Wine. Yeah. I think Sunday nights. The house, yeah, the Melissa. Sunday night's house yeah. parties are
11: really good. Oh yeah. yeah. That
7: Sunday that me and Dion played with Rick was <laughs> a very, very proper, proper night. <laughs> nice.
11: So uh, So this next track we're gonna hear is called Connected, right? This is your pick, Mefta. Let's t- no no, no, oh, no this, this, is, this is this is this is a Hudat pick. Yeah. So why don't you tell us about it? Um, I just love,
12: uh, I love Tall Black Guy, of course, Mm -hmm. um, Zoe Hometown, and Josh Milan of Blaze. He has, I love Blaze, so it's just like the trifecta for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and you guys, we're all, like, connected through, like, music, so it's just the perfect song for this, this space right now.
11: Good. So let's check it out. This is Connected by Tall Black Guy, Zoe, and Josh Milan.
2: Detroit from Omar S. What's Good for the Goose featuring the uh, great vocals there of Super Cool Wicked. That is has, uh, chosen as one of the top tracks of the year from Sam Bovian, uh, Mefta, and Houdat. They are all live in studio sharing their favorite top Detroit artist of the year 2022. You guys, we've got one more track left.
11: Yeah, which which one is it? Which one's up there? Oh, it's Malik.
7: Yeah, Malik Alston. Oh, yeah. Tell uh, us about the it. The Fifth Element. So that is a new record that was distributed by a company in Italy called Mother Tongue, who actually that guy, I was just saying, he's in town right now, Patrick Gibbon. He's like a big independent label right now that's like pressing a lot of really, really amazing music, a lot of like broken beat from the UK and stuff. But he's been doing a lot of Detroit musicians records as well, doing like P&D deals and stuff. So cool.
11: Okay. Let's yeah. hear it.
2: All right. Before we get into the track, though, uh, Mefta, Hudat, where can people find your music? So you guys play live? live
12: Oh, we can find it at People's Records, Paramita, mm-hmm. Hello, Um,
7: Spotlight. Spotlight. All the record shops. All the record shops, yeah. Um, the band camps band camp. are always accessible yeah. if you don't have a turntable. Um, really, most places online will have the records.
0: Yeah.
11: Um, if you buy it online, band camps, the best way for Yeah, yeah directly from
2: Yeah, support local music. You can check out the playlist that we had for this hour at WDET.org slash culture shift. This is 101.9 WDET-FM. We are Detroit's NPR station. The Moth Radio Hour is going to be coming up next, but let's hear this track from Lake Austin, Fifth Element here on WDET.